Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Cass Henry. I'm on a mission to help women live their best and happiest life. In order to do that, I believe we need to live with a lot less clutter in our homes and in our minds. So if this is you and you're looking to learn the best tips for transforming all areas of your life, then you have come to the right place. Thanks so much for being here. Now, let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so grateful that you are here. This is the second episode of the podcast. I'm not as far ahead as I thought I was going to be. I got hit with that thing that's been going around for the past two years, and it was brutal. It I felt like I got hit by a train for two weeks, and so I'm back, and I am so excited to jump into this episode. So during this episode, I wanted to talk to you about all the reasons why people have a hard time letting go of their clutter, and the reason I wanted to do that is because I asked my community, aka you, what were all the reasons why they were having trouble letting go, and I've come up with 10 biggest reasons why as well as I wanted to challenge these reasons to help you see maybe the alternative side to these in case these reasons are also holding you back from getting rid of the clutter because stories that we create in our minds ultimately control our lives. That's something that I've learned in my personal development journey and it is so powerful once you become aware of this. So I'm going to dive in. Um, Number one is the money spent on the items. A big reason why I shop at the thrift store or accept items for free if I need them or I buy things secondhand is because I don't like spending full price on items. I, I, For me, I'm like if, if someone is selling it at a much lower cost, which usually it is at least by 50% or more, like you would spend less than um, half the item if, if you would have otherwise bought it for full price. It's a lot, one, you save money, and two, it's a lot easier to get rid of things if you didn't buy it full price. Now, something that I thought of the other day when people were talking about they were being upset about the money spent on their items is the fact that we buy food all the time. We go on experiences, we go for dinner, we go to the movies, and we don't see anything after that. It was an experience. We give the money, and in exchange, we got an experience or food. We don't oftentimes regret or have shame or remorse after having that experience, but for some reason, after we buy an item, we have this physical item here in our space and it makes it a lot more difficult to get rid of once we no longer need it. Now, I challenge you really to think about that because every time you hold on to something that you no longer want or need and you keep it out of fear, you're choosing fear over peace or joy or feeling calm in your space and surrendering. And so it's, it's very interesting. I mean, I don't get, um, I was going to say, don't get me wrong, but me, I tend to waste a lot of food and I hate, I hate that I do that, but I just don't eat everything that I buy or I intend to make the food or maybe we go out for dinner, what have you. So it usually gets tossed out at the end. My partner, he's really good at eating leftovers. Like he, I admire that about him because even if, you know, it's it's near going bad or something, he's like, it's still good. It smells fine. I'm going to eat it. It's food. Ways not, want not. Um, but the thing is, 
I don't know about you, but if you end up throwing out food at the end of the week, do you get really upset about it like you would if you were to get rid of an item that you spent a lot of money on? Even if it's like $15 that you bought this item for, you might still have trouble getting rid of it. So think about why you're having such a hard time getting rid of the item because you spent the money on it. What about the item are you holding on to? What about the fact about spending money? Is it because you don't have a lot of money? Is it because you feel shame around spending that much money on it? Is it that you bought it and you never used it? There's so many reasons why we have these feelings around our items that we bought. Maybe we regret buying it or we feel like it didn't give us the feelings that we were seeking when buying it. Like I bought a lot of um, a lot of programs in my journey of being an entrepreneur and some of them I was like oh my gosh I cannot believe I spent that money and I did want a refund sometimes but I didn't fight for it or I just realized that you know what it was my decision to invest in it I knew the consequences of the fact that I probably couldn't get a um, refund for it but there has been many times that I've spent money and in the moment, I'm like, yeah, like I really, really want this. And then afterwards realize like, oh my gosh, why did I do it again? So um, really think about like your clutter is telling you stuff. Your emotions are telling you stuff. Really ask yourself what is behind the reason of not wanting to let it go. Is it really the money or is it the emotions behind that that are actually holding me back? And then I invite you to just surrender, let it go. Know that money is, is in continuous flow. And as long as you're not, you know, as long as you're not um, broke and on the street and you're worried about letting things go, you know, um, if you really are worried about it, then you can try and sell it. But again, um, items items can be really difficult to sell online. It can take a while to get them out of the house. I would give yourself, let's say if it doesn't sell in the first, I don't know, two weeks to a month at the price that you want to list it at, then hold on to it for one more month, but cut the cost by 50%. I know that might be hard to, a hard pill to swallow, but just that will allow you to just give yourself the permission to let it go and still make a little bit of money. So number two is I might need it one day. Again, these all of these reasons are bringing us back to fear. Fear that we're going to make the wrong decision. Fear that we are letting go of something that we could have made money on. Fear that we might need it one day. So my question to you is if you might need it one day, would it be impossible to buy again or to borrow from somebody in the future? What is it about that fear of that's holding you back? Is it about the inconvenience of having to buy it again or, or to find it again? I would ask your, I would have you ask yourself, have I used it in the past two years? And if, and if I haven't, then what is the reality of me actually using it in the years to come? And if I were to get rid of this and need this in the future, is there an alternative that I can use? Like there's so many things that can be interchanged with one another. I bet you could find something similar or ask a friend or family member to borrow it for the event that you need it for. Seriously, really explore the reasons around I might need it one day and and see where it feels in your in your body. Are you feeling scared? Are you feeling worried that you might make the wrong mistake? Trust yourself. Be super honest with yourself and trust yourself. 
So the third one is sentimental. Uh, maybe someone gave it to you that has passed on. Um, maybe someone gave it to you that is still here on earth, but, um, but you just really love it. Oftentimes I'll hear my clients say, oh, like my aunt gave it to me. I should keep that. And I'll be like, should? What is this should? Do you want to keep it or do you just feel obligated to keep it? And if you feel obligated to keep it, can you give yourself permission to let it go? Um, maybe even offer it back. Uh, I don't always know the backstory, but it's interesting how um, we feel obligated to keep certain things that people give us even when we don't want it. So explore that. Um, maybe if you if you find yourself keeping a lot of things that people have given you and you feel like you can't let it go, maybe there's a little bit of people pleasing in there. I, I'm speaking because I've, I'm also a people pleaser um, and I'm working on that. It's our fear of being judged, our fear of upsetting somebody, but we're upsetting ourselves by living in cluttered spaces. So why can't we, why can we do things to avoid upsetting other people, but not do the things that would make us feel good? You know what I mean? Like this is our spaces, our life. We can, if you really want to go to the extent of explaining to them your situation and why you're getting rid of the items or what have you, then you can, but you really also don't need to justify to people why you're getting rid of things. You can just let it go. Um, so number four is what if it will fit again? Oh, I recently just gave my older sister a red coat that I had and I absolutely loved it and I've been holding on to it for, I don't think I've worn it in two years. <laughs> and as I'm, as I'm gathering a bunch of stuff to give to her because um, she has a son that's two years younger than mine so all the hand-me-downs I just give to her because why not? Like, I'm done with them. Now you can have them. And, and as well as I always give my sisters my clothes that I no longer want. Um, but anyway, so as I was getting ready to leave out the door, I look at the coat in the closet and I was like, Cassandra, be honest with yourself. You haven't worn it in two years. And the reason is, is because it doesn't fit anymore. The odds of you actually going back to that size are probably slim to none because you enjoy your desserts and your snacks and you're not doing um, isogenics anymore, which were these shakes. But also at that time I was on medication for ADHD and I lost like 20 pounds and the coat fit like a glove, but I have since not, like I gave up that medication like almost right away. It made me feel like a zombie. <laughs> um, but needless to say, I gave it to her. I parted it, parted with it. And I actually told her, I said, if the coat does not fit you or you don't want it, that's the only thing I'll take back. But luckily, <laughs> luckily, it fit her like a glove because she's much smaller than I am. And I was so grateful. She's like, are you sure you don't want it back? I'm like, no, I'm so happy that it fits you. Uh, if she had given it back, then I would have maybe tried to sell it even for $10. But that's also something for me to explore as well because it's like, why do I want it back? I It doesn't fit me. I haven't worn it. And the odds are I'm just going to hoard it in my space and keep it and try and hold on to it because I love it. But what is it that I love? It's the fear of not finding something similar to that because I loved it so much. But now that I've let it go, it gives me an opportunity to really um, explore all the reasons why I was holding on to it. Um, 
it looked good on me. Like, I loved it. I loved the way that it fit. I loved the way that it looked. It was like this beautiful maroon color. However, I'm so grateful now that I've passed it on to someone that can love it even more. So me, I would have um, either tried to sell it or just give it away on like a buy nothing group. But out of, um, out of three giant bags of clothes that were mine and my son's, including shoes and boots and, and what have you, there was one item out of all of those that I was like, oh, I don't want to just like throw it away. So <laughs> maybe, maybe this example will give you some insight into your items as well. Um, number five is I don't want it to go into the landfill. Now this one is very interesting because I admire the fact that you don't want to just toss things into landfill. I totally get it. Um, I love that you're being conscientious of our environment and our planet, but I'm, I'm here to challenge you again. One, if you don't want things to go into the landfill, why do you keep accumulating things and buying things and receiving things for free or, or whichever, um, or buying things that come in plastics? You know, uh, that's an opportunity to explore how are these items getting into your home if you're very conscious of not wanting things to go into the landfill. One, <laughs> you may not like what I'm saying right now, but I'm just speaking from... I. My job is to challenge you to reach the goals that you aspire to reach and if I don't challenge you then you're not able to look inward to really ask yourself okay what is happening here so that's um part number one part number two is if you don't get rid of things in your space your home will then become the landfill I have seen time and time again people not wanting to get rid of their items because they don't want it to go into the landfill, but then their homes become so hoarded that they don't even have room to shower or bathe or go to the bathroom or go to sleep. There's no room for them to actually live in their space because their home has become the landfill and it breaks my heart. It makes me feel so sad because we have this story in our minds of one thing, but it's actually so much deeper than that. Is it because you don't want it to go into landfill or is there deeper fear behind that? I really encourage you to explore that. As well as know that your items don't have to go into the garbage. You can find, if you really want to know where it's going, then you can take the time to put it on those buy nothing groups, to sell it, to give it to a, a neighbor. Just make sure you ask them if they actually want it first instead of dropping it off. Hello boundaries. <laughs> um, you could find a refugee family, you could find maybe a homeless shelter, woman's shelter, whatever it may be, um, in order to know that it's not just going into the garbage. I donate as much as I possibly can and then I leave it up to the donation place to make the decision of what is good to be sold and what can't be. Um, I'm sure a lot of stuff does end up in the garbage. One, because we think that a lot of the stuff that we have is salvageable, but is actually broken or stained or ruined. And that's just the sad reality of stuff. It doesn't always stay in mint condition and we do have to end up throwing it out. I know we oftentimes want to repurpose items, but 
as much as we would love to repurpose items, we oftentimes don't. And then years go by and it's like we still have that idea and desire to repurpose. Maybe it's like an old couch and, and you want to uh, reupholster it or an old dresser that you had when you were a child and you want to um, repaint it. But it's like if you're being totally honest with yourself, are you actually going to do that? And if not, give yourself permission to let it go. Um, number six on the list is time. Time to get rid of the items. I totally get that. Um, something that, um, well, something that I'm super happy about doing my job because I work in people's homes every day, helping them declutter and organize their homes, is I make sure that they're ready before I come, like ready mentally and emotionally, um, because I want to help them get rid of as much as possible during our sessions because time is valuable. It's very difficult to find, um, for, for many, it's difficult to find pockets of time to declutter. But I think a big thing is, is that when we do have those pockets of time, we feel so overwhelmed that we don't know where to start. And even if we do start, we get distracted and then also overwhelmed and we end up just wasting that time. So it feels like it was just a big waste of time. Um, something that is, so I have this online coaching program, which is launching in December, which I'm just so pumped about. Um, it's called Clutter to Calm. So uh, one, each prompt in, um, so the program is broken up into different areas of your home. And on those like checklists that I give you, each prompt is about 15 minutes long. So if you print out the checklist and every day, either before you make dinner, after, or even during, let's say for the kitchen, um, you tackle a prompt, it might take you one or two weeks to declutter your kitchen. However, um, that's better than taking months or years to complete it. So just know that even doing like 10, 15, 20 minute bursts of focused work, focused decluttering, it, it works out so much better than just totally avoiding it and trying to do it, let's say on your weekends or your vacation or holidays and not getting anything done. So doing these focused specific tasks do add up and they will compound over time and you will get the results that you're looking for maybe not as fast as you'd like but again have that conversation with yourself to know that it, it's going to take time um number seven is fear of regret so i think i might have spoken about that in um, number two about i might need it one day ask yourself what like again, what are you really fearing? Is it that if you get rid of it, then you're gonna be sad it's gone and you can't have that item again? What I say to this is create a pile of things that you no longer want and hold on to it for 24 to 48 hours before letting it go. If a specific item keeps you up at night or you feel really sad about letting it go, give yourself permission to hold on to it a little bit longer and, and really explore why are you feeling so upset about this one item? Like our clutter is talking to us and I really strongly encourage you to listen and to explore those feelings and emotions because that's what our feelings and emotions are for is to tell us things and then it's up to us to interpret them. Sometimes we interpret them in um, negative ways but I invite you to really look at it and be like, hmm, okay, maybe it's this, but maybe I can change the meaning of that. So number eight is I could make money from this. That is a great idea. Now, um, 
we oftentimes think that think that our items are more valuable than they actually are and i'm totally guilty of this like sometimes i'll see people posting these super scratched up dressers on like facebook or whichever and maybe like a decade or two ago they spent like a thousand dollars so they're trying to sell it for like eight hundred dollars and I'm, I'm just thinking in my mind, I'm like, you're never going to sell that. And maybe, maybe they get lucky and maybe I'm totally wrong, which is absolutely possible. However, I know um, based on experience with my clients and with my own stuff, that stuff is really hard to sell online. So rule of thumb, um, whatever you bought it for, reduce that by 50% and maybe even sell it for a quarter of what you'd have sold it for if you're trying to get rid of it really fast and still want to make a couple dollars um and hold on to it for uh, two weeks a month maximum and if it doesn't sell after a month then cut it in 50 percent again so let's say you're posting it for uh, it's worth 400 you're going to post it for 200 if after a month it doesn't sell then post it for 100 bucks uh, if you can really give yourself that rule of thumb, then you're still going to make a little bit of money, not as much as you would have liked, but the alternative is just getting rid of it and not making any money or holding on to it because you're upset that you spent the money and then it stays in your space forever and it takes up valuable space in your home and that's not good either. So try and do that. Um, or if you want to find someone to give it to instead and that like giving away your items to people oftentimes feels a lot better than making like five ten fifty dollars from it because the joy that people get when you give them items that they couldn't have afforded otherwise it's gonna feel really good so yeah <laughs> and number nine is it could go to someone who needs it versus a thrift store I totally agree with you that if we could give all of our items that we no longer want to specific people that would feel really good However, if you're trying to get really quick results, it can be difficult and can slow you down and create barriers between getting the results if you're wanting to give it all to very specific people. Um, with my sister, the example that I gave, I gave her bags, like big Walmart bags of stuff. And I said, whatever you don't want, either pass it on or donate it. Um, so then it kind of creates a cycle of she could then find someone that she knows to give it to. Um, or she can give it to the thrift, that, which then someone who is going to the thrift store can buy it at a super reduced cost, which I love because I personally shop at the thrift store all the time. So I love when people give good stuff to the thrift so that I can buy it if I need it. Um, but a lot of times it's like people want to give away to certain homeless shelters and then um, they want to hold on to it for when their their cousin comes into town, but the cousin isn't coming into town for like a year or they want to give it to so-and-so, but... Um, because they've been holding on to it for them or whichever uh, and they don't even know if they want it you know uh, so what I usually say is ask one ask the person if they actually want it text them a photo right now and say hey do you want this if not I'm gonna get rid of it um, and try and give things in bunches versus individual items but honestly I would say if the per if the people can't pick it up within seven days, then let it go. Like tell them if you do not come and get it within seven days, it will be gone. It's leaving my house. That's just a boundary that I have so that I can move on with my life too. Um, so that's a really great option. I had a client who gave away a ton of stuff 
there were certain items in there that I was like, you know what, I feel like some people would really like this. So I posted on a buy nothing group and I have people coming to pick it. I, I left it outside um, in front of my garage which might make me look like a hoarder <laughs> um, because I have like uh, like a lineup of stuff. But I'm like, you know what? These are just a few items compared to the carloads of stuff I get rid of every single week for my client stuff. Um, so, and then I circle back and let my clients know. It's like, hey, um, this person was able to have that. This person was able to have that. And it makes them feel really good. But I actually rarely do that. Uh, but, it, but I know it does feel good to give back. And what I would say is donate the majority of what you have and hold on to maybe five, 10 items that you want to give to specific people. And that way you get the best of both worlds and it gets out of your space as fast as possible. <laughs> um, and then number 10 is someone gave it to me. I think that this kind of rings in with number three, which is sentimental. Again, uh, people give gifts sometimes, like sometimes because they know that you would really love it. Sometimes maybe because they thought it was cute. Sometimes maybe because it was being re-gifted and there was actually no thought in it at all. So whatever it might have been, whatever the reason might have been, um, at the end of the day, it's totally up to you what you want to keep, what you want to kind of get rid of. I know when someone gives me a gift and I'm like, why did you give this to me? Like, do you not know me? Or, you know, what? like, I don't like to be ungrateful but at the same time, I also know that if it's something that I'm not going to use, it's just going to sit in my space until I feel okay to get rid of it. So maybe if someone gives you something that um, that you know you're not going to use ever, you can tell that person, um, maybe not the moment that they give it to you because then you would probably come off as being ungrateful. Again, totally up to you what you um, think of people thinking of you. Um, but maybe give yourself like, I don't know, like maximum three months of holding on to it, knowing that you're never ever going to use it. And then maybe find someone who would use it or tell that person and say, hey, I've had it for three months. I just know myself I'm not going to use it. So would you like to have it? Maybe they actually bought it for themselves and were thinking of themselves when they bought it and they would be thrilled to hear that. It's like, yeah, thank you so much. Um, or maybe just give it to somebody else. You can be that re-gifting person if you really want to. I know I've seen that in a ton of my clients' homes where they have this like gifting area slash re-gifting area. Um, I feel like gifts are like a are part of this circle of life where we just buy stuff because it's on sale or it's cute or we are going to give it to someone but forgot. So think about how you would feel if someone got rid of something that you gave them and then explore why if like you would be upset with them, explore why. Would you be offended? Would you feel like they're being ungrateful? Um, really explore that and then think about how you feel about wanting to get rid of things and maybe then you can have a little bit of compassion around people departing with items that you gave them for one and also um, give yourself permission to just be okay with letting things go that you know you aren't going to use. And then maybe in the future, tell people not to give you gifts or maybe say, um, I don't know, maybe you could guide them to things that you enjoy. I don't know. Gift giving is a tricky situation. I honestly like give gift cards or scratch tickets or if I know it's something that they would 100% absolutely love and use, then I would give it. But I honestly don't give many gifts just because 
I don't like to give people things that I don't know if they would use or not by creating clutter. Even though if I think it's like super cute um, or whatever, just because it's cute doesn't mean people need it either. So um, next time you're giving someone a gift, ask yourself, uh, will they, do you think that they'll actually use it or is it just gonna sit there and are you doing them a disservice even though giving someone a gift is really nice? Maybe give them like a gift card to Starbucks or a place that they go all the time and it may not last forever but it's still the thought that counts. So my friends, I hope that this list helped you. I hope that it gave you a little bit of insight into, um, you know, trying to get rid of your items and the stories that you're telling yourself around your clutter. I am hosting a free decluttering challenge. It's a five-day decluttering challenge, and it's going to be on the 28th of November. I will put a link in the show notes um, for the group to follow in order to um, take or show up for or <laughs> do the free challenge. Um, I did this free challenge back in May and there was a ton of people that absolutely loved being a part of it and they got like super great results. I too got results. Actually one of the days is letting go of a bad habit that you have because I believe that clutter happens in all areas of our lives, not just with our physical items, but with our habits and people and things that we follow and consume. So me, uh, for me, it was letting go of eating chocolate bars and candy every day. I honestly, every morning I would stop at the gas station and buy candy, like a big bag of candy. Um, you know, those, uh, Sour Patch Kids that are like these bears and there's two colors and they're like giant. Anyways, I was obsessed with those <laughs> and I would also eat two chocolate bars a day. I'm proud to say that I haven't bought a bag of candy or chocolate bar since May and we are November. So that's pretty awesome. If you are wanting to create any sort of change in your life, 2022 is not over um, just yet. So if you do want to join that free challenge, then click the link in the show notes. It's actually just in my free Facebook group. Um, so that's where you will go. It's Facebook slash group slash transform spaces. Super easy to find. Um, and if you want to be up to date on any freebies or promotions or whatever like that, then make sure to add your email when you sign up so that I can send you all those goodies and come hang out with me on Instagram because I oftentimes post visuals of tips and trip tricks, <laughs> um, on getting organized as well as behind the scenes with decluttering clients homes, which people seem to really enjoy, um, before and after photos, which are also fun. And just let me know that you heard the podcast. If you feel inclined to do so, then please leave a review on Apple podcasts and take a picture, take a screenshot of this, upload it to your Instagram and tag me at transform spaces. And I would love to shout you back out onto my stories. I want to know if you're enjoying this podcast as well as if you have any ideas or requests for future episodes. I just want to say that I am so grateful that you are listening. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude and I wish you all the best in your decluttering journey. I will talk to you next week. Sending you so much love. Bye!